Hey, 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 welcome to the Energy Report with me, Rebecca Conran here. I'm recording my new story podcast, and I'm also doing a uh, Instagram video for this one. We'll see how it goes. Sometimes people want to see me reading what I've written while also recording it. Um, this is the energy report for October the 12th through the 18th, um, the astrological influence wrap-up for our collective Um, And the theme that I've chosen this week is I love myself completely without conditions. I love myself completely, 100%, all the way through, warts and all, without conditions, unconditionally. The tarot card I picked this week is the Six of Cups. And this card is um, kind of a throwback to our childhoods. There's a focus here this week on our childhoods. So we're being asked to look at our childhoods and discover any information regarding our healing, um, as well as to really focus on embodying more of that innocence that we had um, that may have been taken away as a child, but we want to bring more of that innocence back into our lives. So if you didn't feel very taken care of when you were small, you know, there's a big chance that in times of stress and uncertainty that you're really triggered, that, you know, chaos or lack of safety or nurturance um, like not having those when you were small made you sort of un- unable to cope at times during distress um, now that you're older too. So um, this card also uh, throws those back into our memories, you know, do our memories elicit pain or joy? Um, it's really time to stop telling the same stories over and over again. So if we have stories of trauma, that's real. That's a, that's a real expression of what we've been through. But we don't want to keep foretelling that as the future, too. We don't want to have that trauma just constantly be spilling over into all aspects of our life and everything that we are um, uh, moving forward in. So it's really this week is time to really consider writing a new story for ourselves, um, if, if especially when the past has proven to be a place that um, wasn't very loving or didn't meet our needs. There is always a possibility to make these shifts. We're the ones in charge. We're the ones in control here now as adults. Um, so, you know, I think of the Six of Cups also as a card calling us to remember the good times, remember our happy memories, whatever they may be. Remember when things did work out um, after a period of, of um, difficulty. Um, in times of distress, it's important to remember that love has always been available to us in one form or another, and it will be coming back around again. Um, I always think, you know, when I when I don't have money or there's some sort of like home um, uh, like weirdness or uncertainty, you know, I try to remember back that that's I've experienced that before in my life. You know, I've experienced. Um, uncertainty and distress. And I've also experienced getting through those periods. It might not have been easy. It might not have been pretty, but I did get through those experiences. So this can also remind us this card to call upon those times where you might've felt really lonely. And then you went through a period of really being connected to yourself. And then somebody, a partner showed up. I mean, we go through these cycles and that's the, that's life. And so you might be in a cycle right now that feels really 
like a long haul of, of discomfort. Uh, it's not always going to be that way. Something is going to shift at some point. Now, we are in a prolonged period of it. We're in a pandemic. This is like probably the longest period of uncertainty and distress that any one of us has ever been in. Um, but I'm not sure, you know, I spent months and months and months and years and years and years when I was younger being a drug addict, being depressed, being suicidal. So I can't say that this is the longest period of distress that I've ever experienced. I've definitely experienced longer periods. Um, but this is a, a sustained effort right now for us to really keep calling upon um, any any hope and faith and love and um, compassion that we possibly can right now. This card can also maybe denote people from our past or, or uh, our old experiences coming up for healing, um, like with friends and, and, and different people. Maybe there's an old lover that comes back around and you're able to come to terms with your experience, you're able to make amends, you're able to move on. So the Six of Cups kind of is inhabiting all of that energy. The ritual I've chosen this week is the power of joy. So we definitely have had this one before. It's an oldie but a goodie. Um, what did you love to do when you were a small child? Uh, what do you remember as being a source of joy to you when you were very, very little? Like what are your first memories of like having fun and loving to do something? Um, for me personally, I liked to sit in this um, closet playroom um, and at my desk and I liked to teach my pretend class and I loved to pretend to have my own radio show um, and I like to dance around uh, to music in front of the mirror um, so the energy report always makes little Rebecca happy and every night I've been um, dancing and enjoying um, just being with myself and that is like how I bring um, little Rebecca to the table every day and try to bring out that like innocent nature, that joyful nature in me. For you, it could be maybe you like to build little houses for fairies when you were little. You know, maybe you just like to be outside riding your bike. Um, maybe you like to color. Maybe you like to connect with your friends and that hasn't happened in a while and you really need to connect with those, those really loving um, friends that like uplift you. So this week we're bringing that sense of innocent joyfulness into our self-care practice by doing something that would make little you happy. Um, all right, so we're jumping into the week here. We're just going to talk about the major aspects. Um, so Monday, the 12th of October, we've got Jupiter in Capricorn, sextile Neptune in Pisces, and we've got Mercury in Scorpio, sextile Venus in Virgo. So especially this Jupiter sextile Neptune um, transit, um, this is support and inspiration that's available to us. These are the great benefits, you know, Neptune. Neptune and, and Jupiter, they're on our side. They're like, they bring luck and gifts to the table. Um, so there is some lucky energy going on in the beginning of the week. This is a day around this transit where your, your intuitive guidance could be really heightened. You know, um, you might be really like downloading a lot of answers for yourself, a lot of information, a lot of epiphanies. Um, you could at the very least have just a renewed sense of faith on this day. Um, you know what's best for you. You have a truth inside of you that is going to always overrule anybody else's truth about your experience, anybody else's opinion about your experience. Um, 
so this is so important to learn how to trust that guidance inside, to learn how to not only trust it, but to hear it, to listen to it, and to provide the space to be able to receive that clarity um, and, and, and then to be able to work with it and trust it. Um, so, you know, it's not always effortless connecting to our intuitive guidance or our higher selves. Um, it takes effort to remove the obstacles that get in the way of that, the dulling agents, the substances, busyness, mind chatter, whatever it is, we all have the thing that we use to distract ourselves or multiple things, whatever distracts us from our clarity, um, you know, is going to stop us from being able to hear our inner compass, including other people, relationships, stuff like that, that can all throw us off of being able to listen to what's going on for us and be able to listen to our own truth. So we want to make sure that we're making ourselves a vessel for our intuition to flow through us more easily by removing the obstacles, removing the substances, removing anything that dulls that clarity. Um, and I would say also, you know, this is a great week to really set your intentions for support. Um, ask for what you need and also believe that you can receive it, that you will receive it. And sometimes that means looking into the past. You know, it's easy to go, I'll never have love. I'll never work again. I'll never have this or that. But when you look into the past, is that true? Have you never had any love? Have you never had all of these things? No, we go through cycles. We have, you know, up cycles and down cycles. So, um, Remember that you've received before and you can receive again. And we just have to um, really um, get clear in ourselves and have faith and trust that um, we can move through all of these obstacles that are in front of us. I just look at humanity sometimes and I think, look at what fucking humans have gotten through. Like, look how tenacious and survival-based they really have been. And it hasn't been all just like dog-eat-dog, dog, you know? Um, we have evolved as humans from total animals to have greater empathy, to be able to have reason, to be able to choose peace. I mean, these are incredible. These are incredible things. Humans are incredible. We're incredible. You're incredible. And I like to look to history to show me, remind me that I can have faith, that I can have faith in myself and in other people because um, it's been proven to me over and over again that there are uh, really loving things available to us in this world. Tuesday, the 13th of October, we've got a few different things going on. We've got the Sun and Libra opposing Mars retrograde in Aries. We've got Mercury and Scorpio stationing retrograde. Eek! We've got the Moon conjunct Venus, and they're both in Virgo. So this is a day when we're going to want to take extra care of ourselves on Tuesday, the 13th. Yeah, Monday we got all this, like, juicy good stuff, and then you might hit a wall on Tuesday. That's possible. Or you could really like ride through this stressful day because of all of that beneficial energy on Monday. Um, we'll just have to see what happens. But early in the day, the sun is going to oppose. The sun, which is our collective identity, is going to oppose our ability to act, Mars. So right now, Mars is retrograde. It's, 
it's um, we're not able to move forward as 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 quickly as we could, as forcefully as we could. There's a lot of internal movement going on. There's not a lot of out exterior action going on. I mean, it all seems very chaotic, but we're not necessarily like really moving forward on on any of our um, plans or goals for ourselves. We're still a little bit in a stationary period. When that happens, obviously tensions flare up. Um, especially as communication right now is also unclear and strained and more emotional. So we can't move forward with ease yet. Um, this inability to act can really stress us out uh, because most of our society is built on um, doing, fixing, drive, ac accomplishment as a qualifier for our inner worth and value. So if we're not accomplishing, we can feel like we're not good. There's something wrong with those. Um, you're not just valuable and worthy if you're hitting your goals or if you're having major life events. You are always valuable and worthy. It has nothing to do with how much you're able to accomplish. You know, little fucking tiny babies. We're not like, wow, you're really, you're really just a fucking uh, freeloading piece of shit because you're not accomplishing anything. You know, they're still accomplishing. And even when we're not like outwardly uh, building and doing, uh, you know, an, an active, it doesn't mean that we're not accomplishing something. I mean, this has probably been one of my slower years in terms of what I've been able to outwardly accomplish. But inwardly, I feel like I've been able to accomplish so much in that space of um, just internally understanding myself in a deeper level. So... You are doing something. It's all happening. There's shit going on. Um, and um, you just have to be really, really patient with yourself right now, especially on this day because Mercury, planet of communication, thoughts, words, it's turning retrograde later in the day on Tuesday in Scorpio, and it's asking us to review our subconscious state. So as I mentioned last week, when Scorpio is in its unfortunate energy, its shadow side, it can feel really nasty, really abusive. It's going straight for the jugular. Um, mentally, verbally, it's not just the way that we speak to others. It's the way that we speak to ourselves that we might be seeing this nasty energy. Please, please, please be gentle with yourself and others. You know, no matter what has passed before in your lives, the traumas you have been subjected to, you're not a piece of shit and you are not unworthy. Um... You're a wonder of creation. You've been doing the very best you can, moment to moment, from your level of perception, from um, you know, coming out from different experiences that are traumatic. You've done your best. And can we do better? Sure. You know, And we can be more responsible for ourselves, and we can choose differently in the moment. But we don't, um, we're not... Um, designated a piece of shit just because we've made mistakes in the past. We have to really overcome that wanting to tell that story that like because we have been immature and because we have not acted with integrity our entire lives, that that defines everything about us. Um, it doesn't. So again, you know, don't get obsessed with these ideas and the stories that we tell, this story we weave. Um, and that's, that can be some of the shadow side of Mercury and Scorpio is becoming obsessed with like 
dying even, obsessed with getting out of the, oh, it'll all be better if I can just get the fuck out of here, you know? Um, so I think that um, we want to check in with what our ideas are like. Are they unhealthy? Are they detrimental to our mental health? You know, only we can choose to think different thoughts and behave and speak in a different tone towards ourselves. It takes a lot of effort. It is not easy. It's the hardest part of any kind of healing work is to rewrite that inner dialogue. But it's not, um, it's, it's, it's doable for sure. I've seen myself do it. You know, I see my clients do it all the time, changing that like inner dialogue. And it just, it, it's very subtle how we do it. It's, we have to be very patient. It doesn't happen overnight, but it is possible. So this Mercury retrograde is really like, whoa, get your fucking act together. What's going on in here? Like, what's the story that you're weaving? And it may be true that you are weaving a story from abuse that you absolutely experienced. But now we're in the present moment. Now we are the masters of our experience, the masters of our minds, and we have to be the ones... Um, telling the story based on what we want to create, not based on what our experience was of what was done to us. So the other part of the Mercury and Scorpio retrograde is going to be really looking out at that substance abuse uh, portion, you know, or any kind of abuse where we abuse ourselves with whatever it is. Um, maybe it's toxic relationships. Maybe it's like Weird sexuality that is not uplifting to us. And I'm not saying weird sexuality. I mean, I think any kind of sexuality can be totally beautiful. Um, but if we know that it comes from a place of trauma in us, that's where I'm talking about, like a place where we're trying to abuse ourselves. Anything can be used as an abuser. Um, so we want to really be watching that with this Mercury retrograde. The moon, uh, which is our feminine self, our feelings, our mothering, it's working in tandem with Venus on this day too, which is the planet of our self-worth, our self-esteem. So that says what we really need to focus hardcore during this next uh, three-week period, especially on that practical self-care. So before you start to give up on yourself, try something new. You know, when I was so depressed that I thought about suicide for six months, every single fucking day, I was just like, I want to die. I want to die. Um, I eventually had to make the choice. And actually, I did try to commit suicide twice in a 24-hour period. I was by chance found by a friend who um, rushed me to the hospital and uh, never been to my house before, just happened to see me because the, I had um, French doors, French windows, and could see me through the windows. Totally fucking fluke. I tried very hard to get off the planet, very hard. And when I came out of hospital, I was like, I really thought if I tried it again, I might just maim myself and become... Um, maybe trapped in my body or something, you know, and uh, conscious, but like without my physical body. And I realized like, whoa, you're going to have to just try to, you're just going to have to try anything else, any fucking thing else. You're going to have to change everything about your life. Um, and I did. I did. I stopped drinking alcohol. I stopped taking drugs. I cleaned up my diet. I ate so, so, so clean. I exercised. This then made it easier for my spiritual practice to take root you know, for meditation to take root. Um, don't ever underestimate the basics, ever. They work. 
The fucking basics work. If you're me, getting rid of coffee every day, that fucking is self-care for me. I can feel the difference emotionally. I'm way more, um, I'm just way more emotional. And maybe that's just my sensitivity, my makeup. It doesn't have to be you. But if you haven't at least tried these things, don't, don't give up yet. You've got a lot more things to try. There's plenty of shit to try. And there's plenty of practitioners to try working with. There are a lot of solutions out there. So keep trying. Keep trying. Keep working on it. And again, don't underestimate the, basi- underestimate the basics. Whenever you feel off, take control where you can. Your daily actions, your daily rituals, your thoughts. Um, you will feel the effects almost immediately for the better if you really make those daily practices into your total daily ritual and routine. Um, All right, so Friday the 16th of October, moving right along, we've got a new moon in Libra. Now this new moon, it's new moons are new beginnings, new emotional beginnings. Um, And this one is to do with how we find balance. Think of weighing scales. um, When they're balanced, both ends are carrying the same weight. Um, So balance doesn't, mean never feeling sadness, right? And, or never feeling, um, uh, I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, the weighing scales, right? This is when they're in balance, this out of balance, right? So if we're only feeling happy, we're rejecting our feelings of grief and sadness, we're not in balance. If we're only working, never resting, we're not in balance. So we want to find the way to be with both of these, uh, with, with the dichotomy of life, the duality of life, that's what balance really means. It means finding our flow to maneuver between different opposite worlds, feelings, thoughts, ideas. Um, it's like the infinity symbol, right? This is the infinity symbol, looks like an eight. We're the point in the middle, everything is washing over us. That's what real balance is about being that point right in the middle where everything is flowing through you and you're just allowing, you're allowing all the different opposites to wash through you. So for sure with this new moon, we want to let go of either or thinking, okay, black and white thinking. There's plenty of other shades in the spectrum. Um, What if there's just a totally different solution that you need to be open to? That's what this new moon is all about. It's about being open to new ideas that maybe you weren't thinking of before because you were only seeing an either or. You know, it's either this way or this way. Well, maybe there's a new way that we haven't opened to, that we are not allowing in. So it's about opening and allowing new pathways to uh, come to us, being open to receive, being open-minded. So this new moon is sandwiched between squares. Um, So there's a lot of tension around this energy. There's a lot of power struggles and a need for control flaring up. Um, Libra's natural ruler is Venus. And this is a sign that is deeply connected to our relationships, both among ones where we get along in our relationships, the people we really like, and also the teachers that we don't really like. So that energy is all going to be pervading through this new moon You know, perhaps we're setting intentions around our connections to others. We're letting go of relationships that we've outgrown or the way that we interact with people that we've outgrown. You know, for me, like recently, 
Um, I've had to really button up the way that I'm interacting with people. I live in a very small town, and sometimes I have to just not interact with people. And that's good for my, uh, my wellness, you know, to spend more time alone and then to spend direct time with people that I um, am very uh, close to, I'm in alignment with, we have similar values, beliefs, and ways of living. Um, and sometimes that takes more effort because they're not like as close to me. Um, but that's really important. It's really important to know what our boundaries are, to know how to create that balance in our lives. So that's what this day is all about. This new moon in Libra is all about figuring out where you stand and what you need, what you've got to pull back on, where you've got to give more, finding that energy, that balance. Uh, Venus also speaks to our finances, self-worth, ability to give and receive love. So Libra, the Libra energy also ties into that. So wherever you feel imbalance in your life, you're going to feel pushed to recalibrate around this new moon. Libra is a great energy for finding peace, finding that diplomacy. Um, make peace your goal around this energy, whatever's happening. And it could be tough, you know. Whatever's going around, around, on around you, sit in your place of peace within. Again, we, we want to really watch for abusive inner talk right now. Um, it's just the biggest fucking obstacle that we have to contend with is like the inner voice that is just so mean and judgmental and consistent about it that we start to believe that those stories, they're just fucking stories, they're not facts. It's just these stories that we're telling, this fantasy that we're living. We start to believe that it's truth, and it's not truth. Everything can be shifted. Everything. Anything can change like that. So saying you don't deserve to be here, saying you don't deserve to be cared for, this is abusive talk. And it's a story. It's a story you might be subscribing to, but it's not a fucking fact, and it's not truth. So you absolutely do deserve care. We all do. But we have to take the responsibility for opening up to receive it. And if you are saying, I'm a piece of shit all day long, you're not open to receive care. You're not open to receive nurturance and compassion. And that's a place where you're going to need to really sink into that. Things can't change until we open to them needing to change and we really actively um, work for that change. So that's where the real work lies. And again, we don't have to beat up on ourselves. Oh, I can't fucking allow help. God, I'm such an asshole. Well, somebody taught us, society, life taught us to not receive help. You know, we've had so many negative messages. We didn't just come into the world feeling unlovable, feeling unworthy. Some at some point, we picked up these messages and we ran with it. We don't need to sit around and be like, victimized by that either. We need to really harness our own inner parent, inner authority, all of this Capricorn energy we've been experiencing with Pluto, Jupiter, Saturn, and Capricorn. Harness that inner authority of like, well, I was told it was all this way. I was told I had to live in this system of things and live a certain way and treat myself a certain way. And I am now in charge and I'm going to live my life in a way that makes me feel intrinsically worthy and valuable. All right, friends, that's the energy report for this week. 
uh, October 12th through the 18th. Remember, I love myself completely without conditions. Special thanks today to Isla Way for her Venmo donation, support of um, this energy report, the podcast, the newsletter that goes out. Thank you so much. And thank you to all of the energy report patrons on my uh, Patreon page who've been, you know, really, it's, it's helpful. It really is helpful. Um, the um, Patreon donations, they're about 200 bucks a month. Um, and that's like, I think, 35 to 40 people paying $5. Um, again, I, I fucking suck at my math, so I might be way off. But, um, you know, that really um, is so helpful for me in paying for the formats and the hosting. And it also just um, is very supportive to me personally. So I, I really appreciate um, that, that care that comes towards me each week. And um, I just want to say thank you so much. And, and even though I say thank you at the end of every energy report, I don't want you to ever think that I'm just like, it's a throwaway comment for me because it's not. I always think about it. And when I'm saying thank you, I'm thinking about you and I'm appreciating you. Um, all right, friends, uh, if you uh, want to book a session with me, you can do so um, via my website, www.rebeccaconran.com. Follow me on Instagram, at Rebecca Conran. Uh, if you don't always get to a chance to listen to the news, uh, to the podcast, you can also um, subscribe to the email and get a written version of it each week. Okay, sending you all so much love, and I'll speak to you next week. Bye.